0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? Our mom said as she dropped us off in front of the school. My younger brother Lucas and I looked at each other with a doubtful look. We waved goodbye. Are you ready? I asked. He nodded and I draped my arms casually over his shoulder as we walked through the gates of our new school together. Hi, my name is Noah. Don't just watch the video, like it, and subscribe to our channel for the best videos. Oh, and don't forget to tap that notification bell. As I sat in my first class, I could not help but notice how clean everything was. Nothing was out of place. All the tables and chairs were perfectly aligned. Even the pencils on the teacher's tables were the same size and in a straight line. I watched as children entered the class, sat quietly and waited for the teacher. The bell rang and the teacher entered the classroom. She called the roll, introduced me to the class and proceeded with the day's lesson. For every single question that was asked, all the children raised their hands in an orderly fashion to answer. Children didn't talk to their friends or laugh while the teacher was talking. This happened in every single class. Even walking through the halls and going from class to class, the students made lines and the hallway was quiet, way too quiet for my liking. I felt as though I was in a horror movie and at any point in time something would jump out and snatch me away. I was surprised by two things when I walked into the cafeteria. Number one, that the kids weren't actually talking to each other. And number two, there weren't any cafeteria attendants. Each student was waiting patiently in line and dished out their own portions. I spotted my brother sitting at a table alone. I sat in the chair next to him and pulled out the sandwich that I brought from home. Have you noticed anything freakishly weird about this school? I asked as I bit into my sandwich. Other than how clean and quiet everything is, yeah, it's pretty weird, replied Lucas. As I observed the other students, I realized that Lucas and I were the only ones eating lunch that we brought from home. The school said that lunches were paid for in the school fee, however, my brother and I walked in with lunch just in case we didn't like the meals that the school offered. The bell rang an hour later. I told Lucas I would meet him in front of the school when the last bell rang. I wished him luck in his classes for the rest of the afternoon and I headed to class. When we arrived home, my mother was in the kitchen cooking. Mom, who told you about that school? It's really weird, I said as I sat by the kitchen table. Oh, you know Mrs. Blackman, the plump woman that I work with. Well, she enrolled her son here earlier this year, and she said she was really impressed by the change in his behavior, and the school has no behavioral problems either, which is a plus. My brother and I weren't badly behaved, but my brother was teased in his last school, so my mother moved us. I just want you boys to have a great experience at school and to be able to learn and explore without the fear of being teased and harassed by other students. And it wouldn't hurt if Lucas learned how to pick up after himself once in a while, or cleaned his room. Now that would be a miracle, I laughed. Even though I missed my old friends, I decided to give the new school a chance for Lucas's sake. I tried to make friends, but I felt as though the conversations were not natural. It felt like speaking to a robot with a memory chip that had pre-answered responses. One thing that amazed me at this school was the fact that the only adults we ever saw were teachers. There were no janitors, groundskeepers, or even cafeteria attendants. I once made a joke about where detention was held in this perfect school and the student looked at me with a blank expression. The first month, I just went through the phases of going to school, following the rules and doing what was required of me at school. Then, one Friday, I was ill and I stayed home. I noticed that Lucas left his lunch at home. I called mom and told her, but she said that Lucas would be okay since he could get lunch at school. I did not trust the lunch from the cafeteria, but my mom just thought I was being dramatic. As soon as Lucas returned from school, I asked him how his day was. He said he had a great day, and he told me how much he enjoyed the lunch at school. While he was talking with me, I watched as he packed away his book bag and his shoes. Lucas had never done this before, when he would usually just drop it anywhere, and Mom and I would trip over them. Are you feeling okay? Since when are you packing away your bag and shoes? Are you feeling okay? I joked. I'm fine, Lucas laughed. (laughs) Suddenly, his facial expression changed. He had a strange look in his eye for a moment, then it disappeared as quickly as it appeared. "'I call dibs on the first controller!' Lucas shouted as he shoved past me and rushed to the television. Every Friday after school, Lucas and I would play video games till Mom came home. "'Hey boys, I'm home!' My mother looked around the living room and raised her eyebrows. She walked over and placed her hand on Lucas' forehead and checked his temperature. "'Are you okay? I was expecting to trip over your bag and shoes.' "'I packed them away like I'm supposed to, Mom.' There was that look again in Lucas' eyes. Then, it was gone. Can I eat lunch in the cafeteria from now on? It was really good. Sure, no problem, Lucas. Will you be taking lunch from the cafeteria as well? Mom looked at me, and I shook my head. No, I'm good. I'll pass. As the weekend lingered on, not once did Lucas clean up after himself. It made me think that I was just overreacting about him packing away his things on Friday. But the following week, my concerns returned as Mom and I noticed little changes about Lucas. He no longer slept in, as soon as he returned home, he began his homework and he no longer wanted to play video games. While my mother was amazed and happy about Luca's new change, I saw my brother's personality being stripped right before my eyes. The once happy 11-year-old that I was proud to call my brother now appeared robotic and emotionless. It's not that he didn't smile or laugh, but when he did, it seemed hollow and stiff. I knew that it had to do with the food that the cafeteria was serving its students, and if I wanted to save my brother, I had to find out what they were putting in the food and destroy it. Where the food came from and how it got into the cafeteria remained a mystery, especially since there were no cafeteria attendants. The cafeteria doors were kept locked until lunchtime. I assumed that it had an automatic timer on the lock since we never saw anyone unlock the doors. Ever. Mom, don't you think it's strange that Lucas' behavior Changed once he started eating the food from the cafeteria? Not this again, Noah. Nothing is wrong with the food in the cafeteria. If something was wrong, other parents would have spoken up about it by now. So, do you want pizza or Chinese for dinner? That was another thing that was a mystery to me. I couldn't understand why parents couldn't see the changes in their children's behavior. Is it that good grades and a clean room is all they really want? I knew that I had to figure this out on my own. I decided in the perfect school, I needed to be the black sheep. If I went against the rules, then maybe I would be able to find out more about the school. Not only did I find what I was looking for, but I got way more than I bargained for. The next day, I started with something minor. I placed my legs on my table while the teacher was talking. Then in the next class, I called my cousin and talked with him on the phone the entire class. In science class, I threw the dead frogs on my classmates, and during lunch, I pulled the fire (laughs) alarm. Even though classes were suspended for the day, not one teacher commented about my behavior. I didn't know what to make of it. I figured since they didn't speak to me about it, for sure they called my mom and spoke to her. I expected my mother to come home and give me a lecture about my behavior at school, but when she walked through the front door, she said nothing. Hey mom, I said casually, did the school call you today? Noah Nicholas Caesar my mother placed her hands on her hips. Did something happen at school that I should know about? No, I lied. It's just that my homeroom teacher said that I may make the honor roll list. I just thought that she called you to confirm it. Oh, well, that's great. No one from the school called, but I'll let you know if they do. The next day, I decided to take it up a notch. I spray painted the lockers in the hallway. School sucks. I swore at a teacher, threw over tables and chairs in the classroom, and picked fights with other boys in my class the entire day. By the end of the day, I was disappointed when no teacher noticed my behavior and I wasn't called to the principal's office. If I was in my old school, I would have been suspended by now. I lay in my bed that night and thought about calling it quits. I wasn't prepared for the bizarre situation that happened the following day. Just like every morning when I got to school, I went to class. I kept thinking that there was nothing else that happened at the school that would surprise me. But today, once again, here I was. When the bell rang, I was still the only person sitting in class. I found it odd and wondered if we were assigned a different classroom today but I didn't get the memo. I got up and I almost reached the door when I heard a click. The door was locked. I turned the knob frantically and tugged on the door. I heard a soft hissing sound and my eyes and throat began to burn. I coughed hysterically and tried to cover my eyes. I began to feel sleepy. I sank to the floor and blacked out. I opened my eyes groggily and expected to be tied to a chair in a dungeon on some far off island, but as I looked around, I realized that I was lying on a sofa in what looked like an office. Nice of you to join me, Mr. Caesar. A slim woman with her black hair and a tight bun and glasses looked at me sternly my name is principal rothwell would you like some water before we begin i declined as i sat up slowly i've been monitoring your behavior and it appears that you were seeking an audience now mr caesar you have an audience how can i be of assistance you have my full attention i took a deep breath this was my chance to find out the truth about this perfect school i know that you're controlling the students by putting some sort of chemical in the food in the cafeteria I said. There is no way teenagers will act like that on their own. Don't you have any kind of conscience about what you're doing and the long-term effects this would have on them? I will find out how you're controlling them, even if it's the last thing that I do. I expected her to get upset, angry, or even laugh devilishly, but she kept calm and sat next to me. She spoke softly and calmly. In my school population. I have parents who are lawyers, senators, doctors, politicians, and psychiatrists. Do you really expect me to take on the ramblings of a 14-year-old? Parents want children who listen, follow instructions, get A's and don't cause them trouble. I'm giving parents what they want. As long as I have a market, I will never go out of business. Now, you can either go back to class and be well-behaved, or I can plant something in your brother's locker that will make him be in juvenile detention for a few years. I have the means and money to get it done. You will not come into my school and disrupt it. Do I make myself clear?" Reluctantly, I nodded. Good. Now that we have that out of the way, do have a great day, Mr. Caesar. I couldn't allow Principal Rothwell to get away with what she was doing. I just needed to be smart about this. Lucas and the other students deserve to live a life where they were in charge of their own choices and not live like mindless puppets. When my mother got home from work that afternoon, she called Lucas and me and we sat in the living room. So, I got a call from the school today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more Mom said, looking between Lucas and me. I felt my heart rate increase and the palms of my hands became sweaty. Did Principal Rothwell call my mom about what happened today? I cleared my throat. throat) So what did the school say? Principal Rothwell called. Lucas and I looked nervously at each other. It looks as though Lucas made the honor roll in his class. Mom gave Lucas a hug and I told him congratulations as I ruffled his hair playfully. I was proud of my brother, but I just wished that he was back to his old self. This celebration deserves cake, my mom shouted. Lucas went to the kitchen and returned with slices of cake on a plate. The cake was delicious. This is the best cake I have ever had. Where did you get this cake? I asked. I didn't purchase any cake, but you're right, it does taste amazing. I looked at Lucas. Where did you get this cake from? I was almost afraid to hear the answer. Oh, Principal Rothwell gave me the extra cake from the cafeteria today. My heart? plummeted.